Hello everyone, this is the young adult group at the Living Spring Harrisburg called College and Career Connections. Here, we study God's Word as it practically applies to our daily lives. We take a discovery approach to the study, and so we discuss the insights God gives us by His Holy Spirit. We are glad you are able to tune in today, and we pray that the Spirit of God will minister to your situation as you listen to His Word. Get your heart set for the Word. Listen and be blessed. Gentle people are people that are considered foolish, or gentle people are people that are considered not smart, and usually they miss out, they lose out of things. So there's always this idea of, ah, that's too smart, that's open your eyes, that's to your eyes, you know, that kind of thing. But these are people that God is saying they will inherit the earth. So blessed are the gentle again just um, i guess i'm using the amplified version gentle here means kind-hearted sweet-spirited and self-controlled so yeah just like the other just like what i was saying earlier like you know people that don't like to fight for themselves people that are according to bob here it says self-control like uh, they have a very firm grip on their spirit it doesn't mean like they, they don't know how to fight, but they just choose not to. Just like Jesus, just like Faith said, you know, Jesus, he said it to Peter, he said, I can command, I can command my father in heaven and he can send angels, but I choose not to do so. So it's like, it's like strength, but just like, I think that's actually the definition of humility. Like humility is like, you know that you are worth something, but you decide to be less. Um, how, I, I don't know if this question is too far off or we'll get there is too deep of a question, but um, how come he didn't say the kingdom of heaven, but you said the earth? Okay, good. Can I answer that question after can you, I say I didn't this? Hear question. Can, she, can you repeat again and now? She asked, why is it that you, why is it that you heard the earth, not heaven? Okay. 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 So I actually thought about that, and the Holy Spirit gave me a fantastic answer to that, and and that's why I'm excited you asked that question. So now let, let me let me tie it up. I think if you go into the, the scriptures, go to go to Philippians, um, Philippians chapter two. If you read from Philippians chapter two, somebody can help us. Philippians two. Start from verse five. Okay. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him in the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God had highly exalted him and given him a name, mm-hmm. which is above every other name. Mm-hmm. And that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven, things in the earth, and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. All right. So if you are looking for the definition of humility, Right, it is right here. 
submission, willing submission to first to God. So the position of heart that recognizes that God is the Father, my will should be subject to His will, puts us in a position where we are humble, as it were. And you know what the Bible says about what what God does to the proud. God, so we say God does what to the proud. God does He humble them? Yes, God 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 resists the proud. Resist, I look for that word. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble, right? So he lifts up the humble. So that person who has put himself down in a place where you, you say, my will, my, my intentions, my everything is still subject to being overwritten by your will. And here, that's why I, I really love the first contribution where he said, Jesus was as humble as a servant. And we see very clearly here in chapter two, Bible says, he made himself of uh, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took up of, on him, upon him, the form of his servant and was made in the likeness of men. Okay, now, why did, let's look at Jesus because we see we are looking to Jesus as an example. Why did Jesus do that? What his, his, his actions were, the result of the actions and the, and the reward. So, anybody, feel free to share, please. Okay. What was the question again? Okay, so the question was, what was the reward that that Jesus gained from being humble, from putting himself under? What was his reward? Um, so you said, what was the reward that Jesus gained from yes. putting himself on earth and for being humble? Under, yes. Um. I think it gave him like um, oneness with his father, with God. Yes. You know, because if Jesus, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not so certain, but with all of the teachings and all of the readings mm-hmm. we've read in the Bible, Jesus dying for us was like the ultimate sacrifice, and Correct. his father saw him like, now you are one with me. Now, anyone can come through to me except through you. So I feel like that gave him like the oneness with God, his mm. father, the mm. heavenly being. It's also giving this um tickets to us. It gave I don't know how to explain it, but you know, Jesus dying gave us that assurance that this is my person. This person will do anything for me. Yes, that's that's very valid. And uh you you raise you raise a good point in the first place when you said he, him dying on the cross, gave me union. Like, well, it's, when we say like, it was a recognition and a a kind of submission to the will of the Father. That that even even he was able to accomplish the will of the Father on earth. Is that true? Because God's will was that God, that Jesus should die for us. Is that true? The Bible says in John chapter three verse sixteen. It says, "For God so loved the world." That that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, you know, so he gave his son as a sacrifice. So he he put his son into that situation, you know. Although the son was also willing to do it, it was it was a clear indication of a partnership between both of them to achieve a purpose, right? Now, 
the reason I'm saying this is whenever you remember that being a, being like a servant, you are subjecting yourself to the will of a master. Is that true? Yes. Is that true? And so, in terms of humility, when when subject ourselves to the will of the, of our master, of God, our Father, you know, we are able to now carry out the will of that person. And if you remember correctly, God has called us even in this time and this season and saved us for a purpose. And the more we are able to humble ourselves and walk in obedience to him, the more we are able to fulfill that purpose. And so that brings me to Arnold's point, uh, I think the first point where he said, humility is submission. And I, I dare to say to you today that submission is the pathway to dominion. Submission is the pathway to dominion. Because if Jesus had not submitted himself, the Bible says, and therefore now God exalted him and gave him aid. Do you understand? So that was the reward. It's like saying to any one of us, until you subject yourself to being led by the Spirit, you cannot walk in the manifestation and the power of God on the earth. Does that make sense? And so, if you look at it very clearly, what this is saying, why this is saying you will inherit the whole earth, you know, what what, what this is saying to us is not just, is not just, is 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 telling you that the more you are submitted, the more you have dominion over all the earth, because now you are bringing God's influence to bear, God's kingdom into our vicinity, God's will is being done through you on the earth. Mm. Yeah. I like, oh, I was going to say something. I said, I like that point you made because humility is the opposite of pride. Therefore, um, so that's where surrendering works because if you think about it, um, when we don't surrender, God's power can't work in our lives. Exactly. That's correct. So submission, I like you to guys write that down somewhere because when the Lord showed me this, I was like, oh, my mind was blown. Submission or surrender is the pathway to dominion. Surrender or, or submission to God, to God's will, keyword, to God's will, is the pathway to dominion. Now, does anybody want to say something before I, before I jump in? Yeah. I was gonna. Oh. Oh, you go, say. Yeah, you brought up the um, <clears throat> the exaltation of his name part, and that was actually going to be my next point. Um, I agree with what you said. I feel like if you humble yourself, God will definitely acknowledge you for your humility, and that's what He did to Jesus as well mm-hmm. during Jesus' ministry. Because if I think of two times when God made public announcements of who Jesus was, and um, when he was baptized, and when he was, um, it was the baptism and his transfiguration, when right. God publicly said to people, this is my son, I love him, listen to him, obey him. That was God um, publicly acknowledging and honoring his son That's right. for his humility. And obviously God would do it the same way in our lives, but if we follow Christ's example, um, God will definitely, you know, honor us for our humility among men. That's correct. So, definitely, you see, and, and this actually brings us to another point too, which is, which kind of, which kind of 
servants. Do you think a master likes? The servant that does the one that the master, the master wants, or the, one, the servant that does one that is in his heart. What do we think? Yeah, I like that you asked that question because one thing I was going to say after I say is that humility comes with obedience. Mm. That's so it. That's you it. cannot surrender without obedience. Like it's like hundred percent. So I was I I think something Lord I'm sharing with is law of absolute surrender. So you surrender to God in your relationship with Him. But have you surrendered your career to him? Have you surrendered the reason why you're in that job? Have you surrendered your ambition to him and say, God, I need to take everything about him? Because even we see here that Jesus did not say, ah, you know, I want to be this. And you, Father, take this one. He surrendered all. Everything about him was surrendered. Surrender is like surrendering is total. Obedience has to be total for you to receive the blessing. And to answer your question, any master would like an obedient that um, a sorry a servant that is hundred percent obedient. Or the servant that will say, "Oh, I will do it in my own time. I'll do it when it suits me. Or I'll do it the way I want to do it, not the way you want to be want, want to be done." Okay, very 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 valid. You see the point. Oh, I was gonna say something. Okay, okay. Based on what she said, when she was talking, it reminded me of how the verse before says that, um, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. And I was, I, I remembered that, um, the Holy Spirit in us, if we're trying to, if we're using like our own bodies and our own, um, will to control things, we don't allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. Therefore, the Holy Spirit is grieved. And, when the Holy Spirit is grieved, that means we're not we're not submitted. Like it, the Holy Spirit being grieved, that means we're not submitted, and the Holy Spirit cannot work freely with us. So therefore, like God can't like do things in His will because we're also trying to work, like trying to control things too. And I, I you know what what God has said in His Word. He said, "My Spirit should not always what strive with man." You know, and that's why you know in the beginning. You, you, when, when, when we look at, at how God was relating to mankind, you can see that God had interests, God had things that he wanted to do, you know, and and, and what you notice is he, now his, his decision is, you know what, I will, as I work with man, if the person is not willing, I will not, I will not force you, right? And so that's why the Holy Spirit is that, he's he, he, so gentle, he's, he's, Somewhat like a, like a, like a, some I think a pastor described him as a, a shy lady, you know what I mean? Like he's like yes, <laughs> I think it was a pastor, a pastor that, that described him as a shy lady. He's like he's like he's almost almost like he's seeking approval for your own participation in that relationship, you know? Because until you are you are participating with him in in a kind of committed relationship, he's not able to express himself fully. You understand? It's like it's like it's it, like a one-sided relationship. Like you know, no no lady loves a one-sided relationship. But, I mean, you guys know. I mean, if uh, tell me if anybody here you know would like to be in a relationship with someone who is you know who is who is doing their own thing, and then you are always like needing them, and they don't really you know want you in their relationship with you, right? So 
the Spirit of God will not strike our spirit. And that's why it's important for us to be humble. We put ourselves lower. We, we, so we recognize the things that we want to do. Like, for example, it's, it's good for every one of us to think about this from a practical perspective, because that's why we're, we're here. What are the things that I like to do? Know, know for sure that this is who I am. Like, I'm a, like for example, myself. I'm someone that likes, I want to sell something to every, anybody and everybody, right? I want to... I want to do business. I want to do things like that. But recognizing that and now being able to say, Lord, regardless, I want to do this. Regardless, I submit it to you and be like, whatever you want. And that is what Jesus did in, in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, if it's my will, me personally, Janus said, well, if Jesus saying this, if it's my will, I want this call to pass over me. And, and sometimes we don't even recognize that our will is, we are, we, are, we are actually imposing our will and wanting God's will, to, our will to become God's will. Do you understand that? So, first of all, identifying your will, like you know to your, see to yourself clearly, like, I'm a, I'm a, I, I want this man. I really want to marry this guy. You know, like, it is my will, my desire to marry this guy. But Lord, if it's not your will, you know, I will surrender this relationship to you. I will hands off. I will do whatever you want to do. Like for example, today, I want to, I want to hang out with my friends. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want, you know, that 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 surrender, like it's it's active. It's it's it is active. Surrendering himself to, to God. Can I say something? Yeah. So I see that if I just mentioned that um, this is one of the hardest parts of being a Christian, exactly. Because I was going to talk about like how um, by the grace of God, from what I see in scripture, it says blessed. And what blessed means? Blessed means worthy of respect. You know, worthy of respect. Let's just say worthy of respect are the gentle, which are like sweet-spirited and self-controlled for they will inherit the earth. I think of the fact that everybody seeks, just like you mentioned, everybody seeks some kind of validation. We're seeking some form of um, acknowledgement or recognition, you know, which is why we have certain friends who do certain things so that they will be like, ah, my friends will have my back or so that they will see that I'm this and that. But Jesus is saying, you're already worthy of respect when you don't even look for the respect in the first place. Mm. So, mm. When you, so you have I mean I, I, I remember just thinking about growing up and all the ministers so-called pastors in church mm. you know, seeking for respect sometimes they don't even know that they're seeking for respect if you call them and you don't call their title they're in trouble <laughs> if you I'm, I'm thinking of elders now, like, you know, this idea of like, it's good to respect elders, but sometimes, you know, you might not even know that this person is a, rev- is a pastor. No, you might not know this person is a reverend, but you might still know them as a pastor. You say, ah, good morning, pastor. Mrs. Like, excuse me. My name is Reverend. Reverend Mrs. And you're like, ah, sorry, I didn't know you've been ordained as a reverend, you know? So, like, the, the carnal man wants to seek for respect. The carnal man wants to be recognized. But what Jesus is saying and what the Bible is saying is we should not seek for respect. We should not seek to be seen 
yeah, we not seek to be acknowledged. Let God, that, that's like the Bible says, Jesus humbled himself and allowed God to exalt him. him. Allow mm. God to respect him. Um, so I, I think for me, how that, that just ties into like practical, practical um, um, life for me is do what you need to do. Let God be pleased. Um, I, I, I see a lot of people, I mean, doing a lot of things on social media. And I, I know you've talked about this earlier, like what is your motive for what you're doing? When you're putting pictures, you have a foundation and you're helping people. What is your motive for posting those things on social media? Are you posting so that people can see that doing them all? You're posting it too for as a as a form of accountability for people mm-hmm. to see that, okay, you donated money, you'll see what I've done. Not necessarily and blame my trumpet. So we have to check ourselves because there's a thin line. Because Jesus said, only those that are gentle will mm-hmm. inherit the earth. And so one last thing, the idea of inheriting the earth, I found it in um Psalm 37 verse 11, it says, But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. And it makes sense because if you are not striving for yourself, if you are controlling your spirit, you are inwardly peaceful, obviously you'll be at peace. You will not be fighting wars that you need, like, don't need to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a very valuable point, just like our annual mentioned. Yes. Um, Vanessa, I, I really like that point that you made. Um, I thought I really like your your point. Um, because it reminds me of like when Nigerians will say, Do you know who I am? And I think that it's usually you say that out loud because because you don't you yourself don't know who you are. That's the first thing. Mm. Um and then also like when you're looking for outside validation it, it kind of shows like two things. So first, you don't know who you are in Christ because you don't need if you if you trust who you are in Christ, then you don't need somebody else else to tell you. Then second, also you forget that everything that you are and everything that you've become is because of God, not because of something that you've done, right? Because if roles were switched, that who I am, right, can be somebody else. That's correct. So it's not like nothing is, the only thing that is on solid ground, the only thing that is stable is the fact that Jesus is in your life. Everything else is just is like character development does that make does that make sense like it's not it, who you are is in christ not everything else the the i'm tall i'm short i'm blah 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 is character development that was given to that was given to you by god but it's not it's not the basis of who you are that's right and it's something else that you said that i'm trying to even um remember i lost i lost yeah i remember this so like think about it like when you're when you're meek, when you're at peace, you're, when you're at peace with yourself and you're at peace with other people, it makes sense why they will inherit the earth. Because um, I, I'm just thinking, like, if you're fighting, like, if you're striving for some things, you're fighting with everybody else, how are you then going to come around and say, okay, I want to inherit, I want to bring peace to the same people that you've been fighting with? Um, I think mm-hmm. of Nigerian politicians, once again, like, mm-hmm. they fight with everybody, and then when they win an election, they come and say, let's have peace. It doesn't work that way. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. If you step over people, you do t- you do certain things, and you come and say, "Okay, now that I've gotten everything I want, let's come together and do kumbaya." It doesn't work that way in a practical sense, too. That's right. So, so it, it also makes sense, like if you look at it practically, that you can go and fight, and then come and say, "Let's do peace." <laughs> and so, if we're actually going to like be able to do like work of ministry, sometimes we have to be gentle, like a dove. Be, be mm. appear like you're stupid 
I feel like you don't know what you are doing because there's a greater purpose of carrying on God's counsel. And that, for example, takes sometimes the shape of 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 a servant. That that time that that sometimes look, looks like if, for example, if the enemy can spot you easily, you are an easy target. But humility will cover you from being a easy prey, you know. And, mm. and, and if you look at if you look at the scriptures with, with uh, example with Esther, for example. You know, Esther could have, when she got into the palace, she could have easily been like, like, trying to like rob her identity all over the palace. You know, smear everybody with her Christianity and whatever. And and and, and sometimes there's a time for you to speak up, but there's also the time for a strategic submission. And in that case, in 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 the case of of, of Esther, it was submission to the will of her uncle. Her uncle said, "Do not tell anybody your identity." I mean, it also brings you peace. So, like, in practical sense, like, if you're not sure, for example, if you're not flashy, flashy, when Amrabas are coming to look for somebody to come they out. not see your house. <laughs> not because you. <laughs> and, you know, that's what Nigerians do when they don't paint their houses because they be like, you know, they're looking for the house that is rich. The house that is painted is the one they're first looking for. <laughs> you know, my, my house will at least be spared from that kind of thing. But, yes. That's, that's how FBI used to catch all these scammers on, <laughs> in, on Instagram. Because they'll be posting <laughs> nonsense, right? You see? Yes. They can't I wanted to say something about, you know, humility. If you notice, Jesus said, blessed are the humble. Blessed are the meek. See this idea of being meek is hard though, like like if I mentioned. Sometimes I think of the context of even marriage. You know, Bible says you should submit. Sometimes when you are working with a master or somebody that is like a leader, even in the church, that person you are submitting to might not even be like the best of persons. It might not be somebody that is Worth it, yeah, in your eyes, yeah. Yeah, in your own eyes. But understanding that you are going to hear the earth, you are going to benefit at the end of the day, it should be enough motivation. I know because sometimes you start well and then you get tired along the way, like, ah, look at the person who submitted to say, I've been submitting for 15 years, my life has not changed. <laughs> because you are looking at the person, you are not looking that you're submitting to God. Exactly. So, Jesus did not look at the people that were beating him. He didn't look that he was submitting to them. He looked at the father that he was pleasing, and that was what gave him focus. So let us keep looking at Jesus as we submit to men, as we submit to situations, as we submit to situations around us. Because if we look at men, we're tired. That's the truth. Yeah. And we'll turn back, we'll scatter all the things I've worked for, you know. Mm-hmm. But let us look at God. Ultimately, mm. the Bible says we shall inherit the earth. It is not man that will give us the earth, it's God that will give us that earth. Mm. See, mm. I, that that's a very valid point. That's actually my second point. Now we've talked in the beginning, we talked about submitting to God, and then now we're talking about submitting to men. What's the motivation for submitting? Because typical typically, whenever you you, you put yourself lower. Man will trample over you. Man will take advantage of you. Man will misuse you. Man will abuse you. You know, because that's normal. That's that's the nature of of, of, of the earth. It's like predator versus prey relationship, right? Right. So imagine a dove being 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 you know being gentle like a dove. Somebody will think that you are, you are not you are you are, you are not strong. 
but there's actually your strength is not from your physical person. It's it's is from God. And and the more we submit to God, the more we recognize that even if as we're submitting to people, we are accomplishing God's purpose through us, through in that through our situation. So um, yeah. Sorry, can I just add to what you said? Because the dove parts, I think Jesus actually gave a commandment like that. Um, when he said we should be as gentle as doves, but still be as wise as a serpent. That's right. So obviously being humble is very important, but I think you have to use wisdom too, to be humble as well. That's correct. 100%. Because there's a difference between being humble and then just being stupid. passive. Or, or, or stupid. stupid. <laughs> yeah. So you raise a good point, right? So when, whenever whenever you want to look at at a choice to either be be humble or whatever, look at who does it benefit. If it benefits you, then you know that that's that's a, a temptation to be proud, right? It, and that's what that's what Jesus did when he when he looked at at the temptation that the devil was bringing to him. You know, the devil said, "I'll give you the nations of the the nations of the earth." He took him to the pinnacle, right, and took him to look. So the instant benefits. Of that, this thing would have been him being the king of the earth, right? Being the king of everything. But you've forgotten that God was the one who actually sent him here. And if he was not able to recognize that that was a temptation to benefit him, he would have done it. You understand? So the the question you have to always ask yourself, or I have to ask myself, we have to ask ourselves, who benefits from this thing? Am I benefiting or is God benefiting? Is this thing pleasing God? If it's pleasing God, then subject yourself to it. If it's not pleasing God and it's maybe pleasing you or pleasing somebody else, which eventually pleases you, then you have to run away from it. Does that make sense? I think what Anel said is like, it's like summing up everything. Perhaps you seek first the kingdom of God. That's right. In our humility, we are supposed to seek God's kingdom. So if whatever we're doing does not bring glory to God, it only highlights ourselves and there is no point. So in terms of um, humility, something that came to mind was, you know, um, I, I, I've heard this, this has happened to me before. So I'm in a particular um, setting, maybe with a, with a, a leader or in an office, you know, I'm working for somebody and this person realizes that, ah, this girl is, she's good though. Like she's, She's um, very smart, like she knows what she's doing. And, you know, there's this idea, Nigerians have, they say, you will use somebody. Like, yes, we, yeah, yeah. That means this person, like you, the person will be the one to do everything. You go here, you go there, you come back here. Even in church, some pastors realize, ah, this sister has a gift. She can sing, she can dance, she can, she can lead choir, she can usher. She can play drum. She can, you know, anything. She, you put her, and you see, they'll be, they'll just be. She start do this. She start do that. She start. And before you know it, you start feeling like, wait, though, like, am I the only one? You know. So that realization that see, it's not like I'm being used. I need to understand that it is a privilege to be used of God. Okay. Mm. So even if you look at the pastor is using you, or the or the or your office boss is trying to use you, you know that your reward. Is coming from God. That's Let me right. tell you, there are skill set that I've gained from being used. That if I was not used, I would not have those benefits. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Preaching sister. That's, <laughs> that that is so true. That is so true. So 
remember always that God is a reward, is a rewarder, right? So we, when we when we do something to please God, He's always going to like reward us. Timmy, you, I'll take the last contribution from Timmy, and then we'll pray. Timmy, I see your hand up. Oh, that was a long time ago. Sorry, let me put it down. Okay, it's no longer up. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Can I, can I ask one last question before we pray? Good. And this goes off what you just said about the whole reward thing. Is it, because obviously as Christians, our reward is not, our ultimate reward is not in this life. It's in eternity. But even as a child of God, is it necessarily wrong to, I don't want to say expect, because we're not entitled to anything, but is it wrong to ask God that, you know, if what we want, if we if we have a goal, and I guess this goes back to whole aligning your will with God's will, but is it wrong to ask God for something if you really want something in this life? Say that again. Is it wrong to ask the Lord if for something? Because you were talking about reward. Yes. And it got me thinking, um, as, as Christians, our ultimate reward is in heaven, is yes. in eternity, not in this lifetime. Yes. But is it necessarily wrong to ask God for things that we want in this lifetime? Like if you have, I don't say reward, but you have like a goal that you're striving for. Mm. And you're constantly seeking the face of the Lord for it in prayer. Okay, so so give a practical example. Maybe that will help us bring into context. Uh, um, like maybe you maybe there's a dream job you want, you know, and you're doing all the right things, you're applying, you're making all the right moves, but then you, you're not asking God consistently, like God, please, there's this job I want. Is that necessarily? Because in a way, you kind of see it as a reward, but it's a reward here on earth. Mm. I think you answered the question in your own question. I did. <laughs> yes, I think I think you did. And and because I remember what you said about our will aligning with God's will, right? Striving to receive anything that God is not giving to you is is foolhardy, right? Mm-hmm. So why 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 is it's okay to want things, you know. That God, God's delight actually. God gives us things for, you see, for our, for fulfillment of our purpose, and sometimes it's for our just sheer pleasure to make us pleased, to make us happy. That times when God does that, but you actually going out to seek those things is actually contrary to what we're, what we we are, we are learning from the scriptures where it says seek first, you know, God, and then and then. You can ask for those things, but be, be okay with not receiving it because mm-hmm. exa- exactly there's, there are times and seasons, right? If, 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 for example, that thing is a good thing, for example, but it's not time for it yet because there, there are things that God has for us to do, right? He says you created us for good works. And so if that's, that's, that thing is for a certain appointed time, no matter how much you ask for it, being a good father, he won't give it to you. You understand? And, and so, and that, that, that's where Thank you, Finus. I see your hand. And that's where that's where our will comes in into play, being in alignment with his will. Because when we when we are to allow you know God to to override our, our desires, you know, that that's where submission comes in. Allowing God to be able to override our desires. We have desires, like you know, once we want to, like so so many people want to be rich before 30, right? Once once we want to break forth and what but but if God is subjecting you to a training that will, that will take you through 
your from from thirty to 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 hundred and ten, but you all you want is just to to be rich by before thirty. What happens is you should change yourself. You will be you may, may eventually get rich before thirty. Maybe maybe hit a couple million, but then you forego the riches that God is bringing to you, which will also include long life. Does that make sense? So that that's the kind of thing that that I, I think we should be. That's perspective that God is asking us to look at this from. Okay, I know that we're already out of time. Yeah, we are. But if uh, something that you said, sincerely, you see, um, I, I, I've been through this. I mean, this is something I'm still going through right now. God is a rewarder. I know God is a rewarder. And so when I'm asking you for a good job, it is not wrong to ask for a good job. But for me, I will ask you, why do you want that job? What is your goal? For wanting that job, is it tied to kingdom vision? Is it going to expand the kingdom of God? If you need the money to buy cars and spend on yourself, is that a good reason why you should have a job? And so I was, I was listening to a message, and they were saying, you in fact, it's even in James chapter four verse three it says, "You ask and you receive not because you ask amiss." So like, yeah. So the truth is that for us to have a desire for a dream job is not even bad because no, God no, no. wants us to. He says He wants us to prosper. But what is your motive for that job? Are you tying it to kingdom? Make sure you tie Father, if I have this job, this job will be to expand your kingdom. I will not. I, um, yeah, just like tell God what you want and the reason why you want it. And as we pray with understanding, the Holy Spirit will help you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. I would like us to pray now. So a few things you've seen are very important. The grace to be humble, the grace to, to subject ourselves to 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 the servanthood, like being being like a, being in the form of a servant like Jesus, being gentle, being being able to put ourselves under this just talk to God in, in a quick second. Lord, please help us. Help us to to be subject, to, to be able to submit to you to be able to 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 surrender to you to your will in the name of Jesus and help us also so when when we are surrendering to men we also remember that it's ultimately to you we are surrendering that when we need to you know do something as we should do it like as it's unto you not unto unto that man who we're serving or not unto that person you know but but to remember that you are the rewarder Father, we just pray for the grace to, to put ourselves in that, to be able to submit, you know, to actively seek for your will to be done rather than our will, to actively, to, to actively submit and surrender to you. We receive grace to do that today in the name of Jesus. We also pray, God, for everyone who is, who is, uh, who is struggling with surrendering, Lord, Help them, oh God. Help us, oh God. Help us all that we will, we will truly, in our decision making, in our, in our choices, in our daily walk, oh God, we will live in the reality of humanity and surrender so that we can have dominion. Dominion over everything that you've given us and, and be able to fulfill our calling and our hope and the reason why you've saved us and called us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because you've heard us, oh God. We give you praise and thanks. In Jesus' Precious name, great. Amen.